Good grief! We are back, episode 27, talking nuts. It's a couple of old-timey boys discussing Charles Schultz's magnum opus. That is the Peanuts comic strip that ran for 50 years. We are about to discuss today, December 1952, but to do that, we've got to check that we got 100% of our coasts. I am 50%, I'm the chief. The other 50% should be Parky. Hello, chief. And it is Parky! Hey! <laughs> Good times. Do you, ever, do you ever hope that there might be someone else on the other side? Well, you never know. The ghost of Charles Schultz I'll take. But oh, if he words. ain't there, I want Parky. Okay. That's nice. That's nice, Chief. Number yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. How, how, to a ghost. How you doing? <laughs> uh, all the better for speaking to you, I will I'll say. I'm, I'm actually, um, yeah, I feel a bit feeling a bit rough. I went to... Um, oh, no. I, I don't usually find fine dine in fact it's not really fine dining it's just it's a restaurant that costs a bit more money than right. one i would normally go to so i went to this restaurant last night um with some mates it's one of their birthdays um and it was it was right next to the american embassy i'm not sure if you've been to in london um it's no. sort of like in near, near battersea like nine elms i think it's called anyway this um this restaurant is famous for it does this special pie um, this is like a really posh part of London, by the way. Like when you walk there, you walk underneath. There's yeah. like these these buildings that are residences, um, and they're separate kind of blocks. Um, and there is a glass swimming pool that joins these two blocks at the top. Right. So you can. See, I'm gonna send you a picture right now. Do it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I took a photo beneath it um, while someone was swimming across. I'm not sure she probably appreciated that, but you know. Oh no. It's no. it her, it her fault. Look at this. This is nuts. Good radio. Um, Pictures coming in now. I'll share it. I'll sh- is... Look at that. Yeah, that's wild. It is wild, wild, isn't it? Yeah. I'll stick. I'll stick this on. Um, I'll stick this on. Um, on Facebook, not Facebook. What do we use? X. Uh, that's what yeah, I'll that's put it. it on there. So, what can anyone use that swimming pool? Is that between residences? I think that's yeah. I mean, maybe it's like you've gone to see a friend in one residence, and the only way you can yeah. get back is to swim yeah. back to your house, but. No, I think it's. I think it's Take for the your trunks elite. with you. Yeah, I think it's for the elite, mate. I don't think it's for okay. the likes of the likes of me and you. But right. anyway, so underneath this gaff was this restaurant, and their signature dish is a pie um, made of peanuts. I wish, um, yeah. and it's a pastry top pie, as all pies should be, really. Yes. Um, now and... just, I'm going to cut you off there. What kind of pies are not pastry topped? Like a shepherd's pie, fish oh, pie. Yeah, he's, he's got me there. He's got me there, people. <laughs> he's got me there. Uh, like that, some parts of America would call it a pizza pie. A pizza, a pizza pie, yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's pastry topped, and then like slammed into the middle of this pastry is like a bone, um, and it's right. it's, a, it's called a bone marrow pie. I'm gonna, um, um, I hope, oh, did I take a picture? Of it? Yeah, I did. Here it comes. Yeah, more great radio. Let's see it. <laughs> These will be going up on our social media feeds. This is I'll how stick we... it up on the Instagram as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. It is a pie with no. Oh, it is. Pa- yeah, of course. It's a dark pastry, and it's got bone. And then you eat the bone marrow at the middle of the bone. You eat the bone marrow at the middle of the bone, and then the rest of the pie. I mean, it was delicious. Right. Um, but yeah, four ninety nine for that. Go on. Was it four ninety nine? No. Four ninety nine. It's like I think that's twenty six quid, and that was the cheapest okay. meat dish on the menu. Right. Um, yeah, I spent nearly a hundred quid, um, no, and it was like no. the day before payday. I've never yeah. done that in a restaurant. Spent nearly a no. hundred quid. It's insane. No. I mean, there's a lot of booze as well. But anyway, how have you been? I was okay this morning until I tweaked my back, and um, 
got real bad lower back pain now if I move left or right. Uh, and I said this to Parker just as we were about to start recording. He said, tilt your hips forward. I did that and it sent excruciating pain right <laughs> up my spine. So I appreciate that, Parky. Cheers. Yeah, there's Don't no take game medical without... advice from Parky. There's no game without pain, says every osteopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you create some pain for you. Right. Oh, mate, yeah, there's nothing worse that... than a sore back. No, 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 no. Probably a few things, but not many. Actually, yeah. In fact, I, I immediately thought of about six yeah. um, that we've got worse than a sore back. <laughs> Losing a leg. Yeah. Lo- yeah. yeah. Uh, not having crunchy peanut butter. Um, not having crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, smooth. There you go. Um, but yeah. apart from that, well, I don't think I've been up to much of note. Uh, let me think, think, think. No, nothing. No. So there you go. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what's, what's going down in Croydon? No, no, actually, I am going into Croydon. I'm, I, do, I live just outside Croydon. I'm going into Croydon at about four o'clock to meet a, a pal and have a little chat. And a, I sold him some comics. I hand-deliver the goods in a brown paper bag. Uh, he'd give me cash <laughs> under the table and we'll have a chai latte, probably. Oh, so you're not going to go to Spoons? No, no. Uh, oh, well, now you mention it. Yes, I am then. Why not? Um, <laughs> but no, I've been following an Insta. Funny you mentioned Croydon. I found a. It popped up in my Instagram feed. It's called Croydon Extra, and it's a dude who goes around Croydon just filming odd stuff, like women walking at a snail's pace in front of a tram as the tram's just honking his horn, saying "Get out of the bloody road, woman!" And she just walks <laughs> as if she's like in a funeral procession, procession or something. And then oh. there was a one the other day. And he was, he was doing like a delivery driver or something. And um, he's it's like 4 a.m. He's doing a delivery. And he's he's come past a shop front. And he's like, what's going on here? I've got to stop here. There's a light on. It's a furniture shop. And there's a naked man running around in the furniture shop. And he just, <laughs> he's filming it. He's just like, yeah, that's Croydon for you. There's uh, plenty of, yeah, there's plenty of, um, plenty of material for him in Croydon. Yeah, I've oh, got, um, sure. yeah, picking up on, you're going for a chai latte. Have you ever made the mistake? Because a chai latte is a, a very delicious beverage. Yeah. Um, have you made the mistake of, um, accidentally ordering a chai tea instead of a chai latte so you get like a chai tea bag and it's water rather than milk with syrup uh, that sounds awful like in, yeah. I mean as a what a mistake to make let's put it up there <laughs> along with having a bad back and losing a leg because you, know, you don't want to be experiencing that no no it's the worst so, so you're expecting you're expecting a chai latte and it, it, yes. you get a takeaway as well so you can't see what you're about to drink and then, oh, and then grim you take the a lids sip on. Oh. And, it's, and it's chai tea. And your oh, whole month totally, is ruined. Yeah. Totally different experience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. Swap this for a bad back. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, let's anyway. Uh, let's crack on. Have you got a snack for the show? I have. Peanut snacks for the show. Gonna eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks for the show. Gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show. Gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. I'm just gonna rattle it away from the microphone. You can hear that. So oh, for sure. I, I think I sent you a picture in the week. This is um, this was from the Turkish shop in town, mm. and it's it's Romanian, and it's from the uh, Turkish shop and it's Romanian. I like it already. Yeah, yeah. it's um, so it's, the the brand is Best Foods. Um, it's again, it's one of these sort of kind of um, overseas brands where they yes. mostly use kind of English, but then there's a bit of like kind of Cyrillic on there, bit of Romanian. Okay. Um, and so it's called, it's Best Foods Lotto Mega Nuts. I'm not too sure what the company is because there's Best Foods, it's written twice, um, and then it's got Lotto, 
which you never really want to suggest that the food you're about to eat is a gamble, but here we no, go. No, I think we've had one of these before from not this particular product, but from this manufacturing company. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, I'll stick it up on Instagram or on yes. Twitter. I'm going to spend most of my week putting things on Twitter by the sounds of things. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and it's yeah, mega nuts. So this is, these are like, we've had them before. We've had peanut, like peanut flavor puffs, you know, like yes. kind of like a Cheeto or a What's It. Yeah, um, gotcha. Peanut flavor. Um, these are peanut and hazelnut. Um, so I'm not right. too sure um, mm. if these are going to be good. And there's only way, one way to end that, um, to have a couple. Now, I've not had sure. any, because of all the food that I ate last night, I've not had any breakfast. Um, I, was trying to, I was trying to fast it through my system. You're about to have it, breakfast right now. I'm about to have breakfast. I'm breaking my fast right now with um, Lotto Mega Nuts. Uh, here we go. What are you saying? Mm. Oh, he likes. They're undersalted. Mm, a common problem. That is an immediate. Usually, I quite like to, you know, not have too much sodium. But right. unlike the chief and this salt-based diets, it's pot yes. noodles with crisps yeah. broken into yeah. them. Oh, yeah. I posted that <laughs> on Instagram. I had a beef and tomato pot noodle, and then I had three bags of McCoy's crunchy potato chips. And I, I mm. crunched them up in the bag, then pour them in at certain stages. So stage one, I think, was ready salted. Then you eat a third. Then you go in with cheese and onion. You eat a third. Then you go in with salt and vinegar. Then you eat the last bit. Lovely. Salt and vinegar is the best, day. Eh? Yeah. yeah. For, but for, anyway, for we're not here to talk about salt and vinegar. We're talking about peanuts. Yeah. So these aren't these aren't bad, actually. Apart from, apart from the, yeah, they could do with a little bit more salt. Yep. And a little bit more peanut taste. Okay, right. And, and I'm not getting any of the hazelnut. Right, I mean, so there's... Right, okay. Yeah. So, the Scores. the pack, the packaging, yeah, does, it kind of betrays what's inside, I think. Right, right. But they're still decent. So, as a snack... Yes. I'm going to give them six out of ten. Right. I, I think had I had breakfast, it would probably be a five out of ten. Gotcha. So, I'm going to give them six out of ten as a snack, as a peanut-based snack, I'm going to give them 4 out of 10. Um, nice. And as a Peanuts comic strip based snack, it's got a cartoon of a chipmunk on the front, so like yellow. Right. Okay. I'll give it I'll give it a 2. Right. I'll give it okay. a 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. alright. I'll, I'll buy them again. Let's just say right. that. Uh, right. that, that. That should be the closing part of the thing, would you buy again? It's a yes, no. So you're saying yeah, yes. So we've yeah, got a yes yeah. on this one. Oh, okay, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Good also, good. that's on the subject of snacks. So friend of the show, friend of the show Fraser wrote in um, yes. via WhatsApp, um, and he wants us to review salt and vinegar peanuts. Now I think we've had a request for this before, so I think it's, I think it's about time. I think so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, well uh, we, we can do that next yeah. next week maybe. Someone else wrote into the show asking about salt and vinegar peanuts. Yeah. Well, now I'm hoping be... that these these requests are, I've never had them before. I'm on the fence. Should I buy them? And then they're looking to us for the definitive, should you buy them or not? Uh, mm. I suspect that it's more likely that they eat a lot of salt and vinegar peanuts. They like them. They just want us to back, up, back them up by saying, yes, they're great. Uh, that is a business model we could explore though, Chief. Like um, we could... People could write in and say, "Could you try this for us?" You know, yeah. we're a bit scared about trying new things, or we yeah. don't have the the money. We try them, and then yeah. just as we're about to give the review, we we go behind the paywall. I like it. Try before <laughs> I buy. 
try before I buy. Yeah. You try before I buy. I like it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and there's right. behind a four ninety nine right. paywall the answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like it. Yeah. That's kind You'll of witch, witch, again, chief. witch magazine style. Remember which Exactly. I do remember yeah. which. Yeah. yeah. They give you all the little tip bits and then to hear our final verdict, oh you've got to go behind a paywall. Right, fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is why people run through malls with automatic weapons. It's because they can't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. All they want to know is, is this oven decent? Yeah. And then they Should can't. I buy this washing machine? <laughs> anyway. Um, right, December, 19, December 1952. <laughs> overall thoughts on this month? I liked it. I liked it. It was, um, it was a bit, there's a couple of turkeys I thought, but um, I, I gave this 6.5. Um, right. But probably, I'm probably being a bit harsh there, I think, just because my. My brain stopped functioning after last night's bone marrow. Yes. Um, yep. So, yeah, 6.57. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? I think I'd probably come in at about 6.5 as well. Yeah. I, I don't okay. think there were any soup. There was a couple that I really enjoyed, but there weren't, there weren't like five to 10. Oh, these are, these are, these are brilliant ones. So, yeah. I'd agree. There, there was, there was a, there was a gut. For me, there was one gut laugh. Um, yes. One gut laugh strip. Um, okay. And we'll go to that, go to that in a minute. Yeah. But, but let, first, yes, first. I want to know, Parky. Before anything else happens, I want to know yeah. what was going down in the USA in 1952. So it's USA back in the day. USA back in the day. Let me hear you say USA back in the day. It was light and gay. USA back in the day. Let me hear you say so. Let's look back at the USA from back in the day. USA back in the day. Right, I mean, it, December 1952 was a bit of a boring month, I think, um, in the United States. This, oh, no. These are the these are the three things. In fact, only two were really worth two. So Wikipedia has three things that happened in America in December 1952. Right. Only two of them happened in America. One of them was... An American newspaper reporting what happened overseas, and I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna like repeat that one because it's, you know, okay. it's, um, I'll be betraying our listenership. So, yes, do um, so the first, the first thing, it was the first successful separation of co-joined twins. Okay, interesting. Interesting. There was an airplane crash in Washington State uh, that killed um, 86 soldiers. Oh no. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's, it's a real roller coaster ride. Um, yeah. This yeah, this nineteen fifty two, and I had to go. So I had to go searching for a third one. And um, in December nineteen fifty two, Chuck Baker, the baseball player, was born. Right. There you go. Okay. I mean, it's 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 some facts, if nothing else. It's <laughs> it really is nothing else apart from <laughs> some facts. <laughs> it's good. I like it. It's one of my favourite segments, and uh, there'll be some. Uh, desk research now i have been reading ahead with evelyn and we think we're into 1957 now and there's going to be some strips where you're going to be doing a lot of desk research uh just to let you know but i wonder if you've got any desk research for us on this particular episode maybe we'll find out later stay tuned listeners that's a that's a hook to keep you involved but <laughs> let's 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 dig into he might not even have any let's dig into this december 1952 then yeah. and i'm going to start just with number one just because it's it's not particularly funny strip or anything, but it's just reaffirming what is going to be what we've already seen and just will go on forever, and is that is Schroeder's love of Beethoven. So Charlie Brown has got a book at the table. Schroeder's looking very small here, 
And Charlie Brown says, this is a great scrapbook, Schroeder. Then panel two, they've moved to the floor because the table clearly wasn't the right area to be looking at this book. And he says, I don't see how you did it. It's really amazing. And then panel three, he's holding the book up. And he says, I never would have thought it possible. And you're like, okay, this punchline better be good. And then panel four, an entire scrapbook with nothing in it except pictures of Beethoven. So it's just a reaffirmation that, that, that Beethoven will be just a constant in Schroeder's life throughout this strip. Yeah, and there's a, there's a couple of, um, of uh, sort of Beethoven and Schroeder um, strips this month. And one of them I, I really, I thought, sort of kind of caught my eye was um, on the 9th of December. Okay. Um, and it's, um, you see Schroeder playing the piano. Um, something looks like something quite complex. Yes. And then Charlie Brown strolls in and he's like, how about a little jazz, Schroeder? And then Schroeder just sort of kind of um, gives it the, uh, sticks his tongue out and sort of feigns disgust. Um, And then Charlie Brown turns to Violet, who's just appeared, and says, just the mention of the word is enough to make him shudder. Um, And the reason why, the reason why this stuck out is because like jazz is like synonymous with like peanuts, isn't it? Like you've got the the, the Linus and Lucy theme tune and, um, I mean that's jazz piano, like and, and all of the um, the Vince Guaraldi trio who do a lot of the yeah, music for, sure. um, for for Peanuts. It's it's all kind of like jazz piano. Um, so I, I'm not sure if that's kind of some sort of like in joke or whatever, um, or whether just just Schroeder hates jazz. Um, yeah. I, I want to just bring up the the next Beethoven one. Um, Please do. And I will. I tell you what. I'll, I'll go through it. I was just gonna gonna mention something in it that really made me chuckle, and I don't know why. Um, okay. Anyway, it's the day after. It's the tenth. And so um, Schroeder, uh, Schroeder, Charlie Brown is walking along with Patty um, and he says, Schroeder won $10 in a quiz program. And then the next frame, they're walking along and Charlie Brown says, he was the only one who knew that it's 57 miles from Detroit to Toledo. And then he goes on and says, he said he had read about it someplace about a month ago. And then in the final frame, he says, he remembered it because 57 was also the age when Beethoven died. Um, well, Beethoven when he died. Well, the reason why I kind of like this strip to start with, check out Charlie Brown's walking um, stance in that last frame. <laughs> yeah, really, he's well. I, he's, I also it looks like he's lost weight between panels <laughs> two and four, <laughs> doesn't it? Or not? It is. I think it does. I think yeah. He's, he's very kind of yeah. He's very kind of hipsterish. You know, look at him. Look at the strut. His slight lean back. Arms yeah. kind of down by side in the pockets. Yeah, yeah. But it's very something's happened between panels two and four there. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's just he's like taking a chill pill or something. He's like yeah. he's like Mister Soft. Um, <laughs> oh, what a great advert that was. <laughs> Trebor Soft Vince. I love Trebor. Mister Soft. Won't you tell me why the world in which you're living is so strange? Yeah, love, love that advert. Uh, Trebor is Robert backwards, as you probably know. It is, it is, yes. It is, yeah. minute, I've got to get a tab open, and I'm just typing in Trebor, Mr. Soft. <laughs> I'm not going to, so the, so that I can, after we finish recording, I can go and watch that advert. But I just want to leave it right. there as an op- in an open tab uh, to remind me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I, I did my first bit of desk research on this strip, was um, just to, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't trust it. I, I thought, hmm, was he right. 57 when he died? So it's just out of interest. I was like, well, it's more just to confirm. Was Beethoven 57 when he died? And he wasn't. He was 56. Liars. Wikipedia. Yeah. Liars. Yeah. <laughs> Peanuts. Um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I, I like the, the, the Schroeder Beethoven stuff. It's all good. Yeah. It's all yeah. good. When he hates jazz. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, I quite like, I, it made me chuckle, even though I don't, I don't know if it is that funny, but December the 6th, Charlie Brown on the floor. Lucy is got some blocks <laughs> and he's quizzically, she's put an O down. And he's like, huh? And she's put an O on top and he's gone, huh? She's got a concentration tongue coming out now in panel two. And he's now put his, his uh, hand to his chin because he's now intrigued by what she's spelling out. And then the final one, uh, she's put a B on top and it spells boo. And then suddenly in panel four, he's scared and he's jumped off the ground. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I do like I do like the simple ones. There's one actually, the one I think two days before where we've got Linus. This is the fourth of December, yeah. where Linus is like reaching out for a ball and he's struggling. He can't get to it, can't get to it in the third frame, and then in the fourth frame he's just fallen asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, not much uh, happening. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to my favourite one of the month, Chief, if you don't mind. Sure. Is it now? Is it the eighth of December? It's not the eighth of December. Okay. Right. Although I did like that one as well. Um, it is the uh, the fourteenth of December, and right. it's, this just rings true. Ah, oh, this, <laughs> so this is, very is good. Yeah. Charlie Brown losing his rag while making a sandwich, yes. and it's it's just brilliant. So we have the open. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday strip. So it's uh, one of the big yeah. ones, and we start off yeah. as ever with the uh, peanuts panorama, um, and then Charlie Brown's uh, sitting by the window reading a book. Um, Lucy is in the foreground, yes, with a hungry tongue out, and she says, "I'm hungry." Now, quick know, interjection here. Yeah. We think this is Charlie Brown's house, and is Lucy just round to play? Do you think? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. I think well, it's anyway. Lucy's house, and right. Charlie Brown is round. Perhaps okay. I don't know. They come, they come and go quite easy with each other, don't they? These kids they do, yeah, yeah, into yeah, each yeah. other's houses. Anyway, oh, okay, sorry. That's no problem. And then, anyway, in the second frame, uh, we see Lucy. She says, "I wonder if I dare ask Charlie Brown to fix me a sandwich. He always gets so mad." I'm interjecting here again. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I want to use. I want to bring that phrase "fix me" into fix. into common parlance. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Fix me. Fix me a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then in the third frame, uh, I might I, I might use it at McDonald's. Can you fix me a hamburger and fries? <laughs> Is that your order in McDonald's? No, no. I don't know why I came up with that, but you are like. I mean, that is Billy Basic, but I kind of respect. <laughs> that is, I respect that, is, that Billy Basic order. That's the worst. That would be the worst. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go into McDonald's and I'm going to have a hamburger and small fries. And you say, "Fix me, fix me a hamburger." Fix and small me fries. a hamburger and small fries, and they'll be Please. like, "You're the first person to order that since like 1964." <laughs> anyway, um, what is your order at McDonald's, by the way? Uh, I generally go for because um, I'm not really a meat eater. I don't yeah. particularly do McDonald's as much anymore, so I, I will have their McPlant, although it's okay, it's not amazing. And, you know, if I do get it, I'll probably get a side order of uh, large fries and a filet of fish. Large fries. Um, nice. Filet of fish used to be my go-to when I was vegetarian, but also ate fish. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, the McPlant's decent. The double McPlant, I, I really quite like. Um, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's better than the bean burgers. I hated those bean burgers, eh? Do they still um, do those? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. There's surely no call for them nowadays now that you've got kind of meat substitutes. Yes, yes. Anyway, we digress. Anyway. So, so yeah, so Lucy's scared about asking Charlie Brown to make her a sandwich. She's hungry. In the third frame, she she breaks through her fear. She approaches Charlie Brown on her knees and says, will you make me a bread and butter sandwich, Charlie Brown, please? I'm just going to interject again here. So it's inter- interesting because in that panel two where she is... Oh, she's almost scared. He's worried he's going to get mad. 
But the amount of time she has teased this poor guy playing checkers or dated him <laughs> or, you know, teased him or whatever, you know, she, she's yeah. like almost the boss of Charlie Brown. But in this one particular instance, maybe she doesn't know where the stuff is or she can't make it. She's kind of re- retreated into this bit more of a, a, a passive persona. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe she's just being manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, please continue. Any, anyway, <laughs> you can interject when you like, Chief. Okay. It's more interesting than me reading it out. Uh, go on. <laughs> anyway, the next frame, Charlie Brown sighs, and he says, if it isn't one thing, it's another. And he goes to the fridge, and it's at this, it's at this point I know this is going to be an absolute great uh, strip. Yep. Um, and he, sp- he says, I suppose the butter will be as hard as a rock. Yep. <laughs> I just immediately felt the pain. First, you know it's december why are they keeping the butter in the fridge keep it out on the top you yep. don't need to put it in the fridge in december no, no. um and anyway he says i knew it <laughs> he says and then out comes the first rats he's like rats i'll never be able to cut this he's cutting butter now when Wait, i when what I, do you think of his when, technique there i mean it's it's i mean he's, he's all over the shop i mean he's not holding what he's cutting no. Um, so I mean that could slide out. I mean, I mean, he's, he's... I generally don't. I don't generally hold the block of block of butter anyway when I'm cutting. But no, uh, no. But no, you're That's right. You should be holding the butter dish at least. The butter dish at least to stop it moving. Otherwise, that knife's going anywhere. Sure. Um, it's cutting off quite a big chunk. See, the only time I'd ever cut butter is yeah, if it's hard and then you cut a thin slice so it melts on the toast when you anyway. Yep. Yep. So it's <laughs> so rats. I'll never be able to cut this. Next frame, all I get is lumps, rats. Mm. <laughs> the bread keeps tearing. <laughs> I mean, I just feel this pain because yeah. oh, I just go, just you just go through it. The bread keeps tearing, rats. Why can't Lucy make her own sandwiches? <laughs> and yeah. now the penultimate frame, he's climbed onto the table. Oh yeah, oh yeah. To try, it. he's got the breads, the bread stripped open. He's got um, slices all over the tabletop. Um, the butter's got, it looks like he's got teeth marks coming out of it. Mm. Um, and he's he's red-faced. Uh, he's got, this is driving me crazy. I oh, can't stand it. And then in the final frame, he's just walking up with just a handful of broken bread with probably big, thick bits of butter on it. And he's like, here, eat this. And don't say a word to Lucy, as, a, as she's probably regretting the whole incident. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be gut laughing. I have to, I really laughed at that earlier. Yes, yes, yes. Because you know he's he's already determined before he's even you know started making it. He's like already theory crafting all the things that are going to go wrong. Love it. Yes, <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. Now I I want to point out on the sixteenth of December, Charlie Brown is in the background. He's got a horseshoe in his hand, and Patty's in the foreground. She says, "Is this your letter to Santa Claus?" And then panel two, he's gone, uh-huh, concentration tongue. And she said, it sounds a lot like the one you wrote last Christmas. Now, I'll read the the, the strip because I don't think it's particularly that funny. And then the third one, he's leaning over and he says, it is. And the fourth one, he says, I have a form letter that goes out every year. So uh, I'm assuming form letter just means a template or you know a, a standardized form of template. But what, yeah. what I liked is panel two where he's done a horseshoe, look how accurate he is, because we had previously seen him and Patty playing a game of horseshoes, and they were throwing it about two feet in front of him. But here, That's he's right. really honed his skill, and yep. he, he's practised his craft, and now he is a real good horseshoe player, I think. Yeah, and it looks like indoor horseshoes as well, which I, yes. I think I think I've seen it in the peanut strips before. 
Yeah, maybe it's the tongue. It's the concentration tongue. Yeah. Um, he's got it out. Um, yeah, that's his good luck. Yeah. Um, so one one gag I quite liked, it, and it, tell you why it reminded me. Have you ever seen the film Napoleon Dynamite? I have, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was I was a big fan of that movie. Um, I just liked some of the kind of like quite dry humour um, in it. And uh, on the twelfth of December, there was a um, yeah. Was, I, th- I thought this was quite a Napoleon Dynamite style gag. Yeah, yeah. Um, agree. And uh, he's so it starts off with um, Violet. Um, vigorously pointing at Charlie Brown, who hasn't got a mouth, so he's standing there kind of gobsmacked by the looks of things. Um, and she's she's saying, I bet you a million dollars that I'm right. Wow. And then in the next frame, I know, she's like, I bet you a million billion dollars. Oof. And then in the third frame, I don't even know if this is a number, I didn't think numbers went up this high. No. He says, I'll bet you a million billion trillion dollars. Ooh. In it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the final frame, and I love this because it's just so matter of fact. It's like, you know, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> I mean, he was considering it a million. <laughs> yeah, he was considering exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I really love that gag. It reminded me of the gag in Napoleon Dynamite where um, uh, they're watching Uncle Rico's home movie of him throwing the American football. Right. And Napoleon yeah, yeah. Dynamite says, um, this is pretty much the worst movie ever made. <laughs> and then Kip, his brother, says to him, come on, Napoleon, there's no way anyone could know that. That's <laughs> 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 just genius. Yeah, anyway. Good, so, yeah, um, yeah. Let's, let's have a quick look at this 8th of December one then. And it's, it's Charlie cool. Brown, Rancho Relaxo, uh, Violet's there, and looks like they're maybe playing a board game or something, or I don't know, it looks like a map of a tree, I don't know, or road roads. And then she says, is that the only T-shirt you own? And then in panel two, he looks down at his T-shirt and he says, why, what's the matter with it? And she says, it's that stripe. I'm tired of seeing it. And then panel three walks off. He says, I'm sorry. I didn't know it bothered you. I'll go home and change. So he's gone all the way home and he's come back in panel four and he's like, how's this? And all that's happened is it's reversed the colours on the uh, black and white. So now it's a white stripe on a black T-shirt. And this is probably the one and only time he wears that T-shirt. Oh, I, I, do you know what I was thinking? Does he does he wear this again over the next kind of like forty eight years? Because I th- I think maybe it's just because you're used to the the other one. But I think that looks grand. That's, that's yeah. a good look. That's a good yeah, looking. Yeah. I would alternate those. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd alternate those for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to um bring up something that I thought was quite interesting, and um it only just sort of struck me um this month um yeah. because we, with the last two strips we've we've um we've we've with Violet's been in it. Um, there's quite a bit of Violet this month. Um, yeah, there is. Big, big fan of Violet's character. Anyway, it was on the uh, the third of December is when I noticed it. Um, so it's a uh, it's a picture of um, as the first frame is Charlie Brown in the background with a question mark, and in the foreground we have Patty with Violet sitting on the curb. Yep. And uh, and uh, Patty says to Violet, Charlie Brown is an easygoing sort of fellow, isn't he? Now and I looked at Violet here, like because I remember thinking first, is that Shermie? And I was like, oh no, it's Violet. I was like, she looks a little bit different. Yep. Um, second frame, uh, Violet. They're walking kind of like at an angle to to the front, like back left to front right. Yep. Um, Charlie Brown in the background, big glowing smile on his face because they're saying nice things about him. And Violet saying, "I'll say he is good old Charlie Brown." Yep. And then Patty saying, "Yeah, he seems to get along with everybody." Violet says, "Nobody hates him." And then uh, Patty says, "Everybody likes him." <laughs> Yep. Quite like the phone. What a wishy-washy character. So Charlie Brown's returned to his front. But this is the first time I've noticed, and I don't think we've, uh, at least I think it is, 
Um, I don't think we've spoken about this before, but Violet changes her hair um, between pigtails and ponytails, and I never, I, I never clocked that because um, I was like, "There's something different about her here." And like, it, it, yeah, it's her hair is in a ponytail. Um, this strip. And I look right. back, and in a lot of the old ones, it seems yes. like she has bows and pigtails and that sort right. of thing. Right. There you go. Anyway, I noticed, investigative I journalist. There you go. Th- thank there you, go. mate. But like, if like Lucy dot Lucy comes home with just having a haircut, she'd be like, "Can you notice anything different?" I'd be like, "No." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I've had my haircut. I've had literally three feet of hair taken off my head. Yeah, and yeah. I'll be like, all right, yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> what I do notice here is Charlie Brown's jacket. I quite like his jacket. He's got a great jacket. He's just got such a great wardrobe. Yeah. They're, they're, maybe that. Maybe that is our business idea, Chief. We could right. start a Charlie Brown wardrobe. For all I occasions. mean, I'm I'm all in, literally, or everything all, I got. All, I'm all, right. all in on that. Idea. All right, we're going to invest in that. Okay. All right. Let me get it started. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just going to talk about a couple here. Uh, I quite like December the 22nd. And now Schroeder is playing his piano. Charlie Brown's listening in. And Schroeder says, guess what I'm playing, Charlie Brown? He's all excited. And Charlie Brown then, hand to face, uh, ponders Tchaikovsky's melody in E-flat. Schumann's Tramoray. Bach's first prelude and fugue. Beethoven, then in panel three, Beethoven's Prometheus Variations, Chopin's Waltz in C-sharp minor, and then in panel four, Schroeder looks at him and goes, nope, Jingle Bells. <laughs> Charlie Brown, you mullet. <laughs> Have you not got that? Yeah. On, mate. I mean, it's yeah. impressive that he knows all those other compositions, but it is quite depressing that he cannot recognise Jingle Bells. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I quite like the one after it as well on the 23rd just kind of a, a nice dual perspective because Charlie Brown in the foreground he's frowning he's bent over he's picked up something and he said a penny rats why couldn't I have found a nickel good, what good is a penny these days and Lucy's in the background with a question mark and Charlie Brown panel two he's walking off why do these why do things like that always happen to me and then she's still there and then panel three Charlie Brown's gone she's in the foreground now and she says, gee, he found a penny. I saw him. He found a penny. And then panel four, she's walking off. Why don't things like that ever happen to me? So <laughs> yeah. she'd have been grateful and he is ungrateful. That is that is uh, a very on point, I think, uh, strip. So this is so my second bit of desk research was done on this strip. Right. Um, and it was, what is the value of a penny in 1952 um, when this was written? So, Well, I'll I, tell you the answer, one penny. <laughs> no, what is the value what would be the value of a penny now so like, okay. if, if this what <laughs> you said what is the value of a penny in 1952 what is the value yeah. of a 1952 penny in 2024 yeah or what would a penny be worth now yeah in today's money yes exactly because of inflation and amortization or whatever um, yeah. you know city boys call it so I didn't think I'd be able to find how much a penny was worth in 1952. So I said, how much? I, I thought I'd, I'd sort of kind of, you know, leverage up a little bit. And so I Googled how much is a dollar? How much was a, would, is a dollar in, in today's money? <laughs> how much would a, a yeah. 1952 dollar be worth? Yeah. And what, what do you reckon? Give us a guess. A dollar in 1952 is probably somewhere, what is it, times $100. Oh, wow. God. What sort of inflation have you lived through? Don't know. <laughs> it's eleven dollars fifty-eight. Oh, okay. That surprised me. <laughs> I didn't realise it's going to be that high. Anyway, yeah, you're probably right. Actually, 
so a scale so obviously then scale back so like you know if 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 this if this was um if this strip was written today um the equivalent would be charlie brown finding a dime on the floor yeah um and then he would have wanted to have found 50 cents no wait a minute isn't a dime five cents no a dime is 10 cents a nickel is five cents oh is it okay yeah i think so yeah okay so i thought it was the way around anyway well, yeah, maybe. You, you've lived in America, you know better than me, so I'll trust your judgment. All right. Um, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to just research, why do they call it a penny when it's a cent? Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. You're yeah. probably better at the desk research stuff than I am, because you could have also <laughs> then desk researched how much is a nickel worth. Maybe we could throw that out to our, to our learned audience. Um, to our American um, listener. To our American listener. Um, if he's yeah. still with us or her, yeah. if they are still with us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're quite, you're quite correct. Nickel is five cents, yeah, yeah. So a, a dime. Cents. So he, it's equivalent to finding a dime, which is what like ten p, finding ten p on the floor. Ten p, yeah, yeah. Which is, mm. yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's still dreaming quite small, I guess. Yes. Um, one one of the, the the strips I like was a couple of days before. Um, this carries on from uh, last month's um, with Lucy's growing. Um, growing win count against Charlie Brown in, ah, in yes. drafts or checkers. So um, <laughs> first frame, we have uh, Lucy standing up in celebration, Charlie Brown sitting down in front of a checkers board. And he's like, rats. And she says, well, I won again. And he says, and she says, that makes 4,000 straight games, Charlie Brown. Yeah, <laughs> You haven't won any. And he's all red faced. And then she says, shall we quit? And he's like, no, let's keep on playing. He goes, I want to see if it's been skill or if you've just been lucky. Um, what I want to know is, so if you remember like last, I think last month, I think they got up to like 3,000. She'd won like 3,000 straight games. That's right, yeah. And then in the final um, final strip of like, I think three or four, whether it was all uh, based around checkers, he let she let him win a game. So I don't know whether since that they've restarted and now she's now gone on a 4,000 win streak mm, or they kind of, they kind of negated the game that she let him win um, yeah. and, and, have, and have carried on. So um, mm. I guess we'll never know the answer to that, Chief. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a knock on the door. Someone's coming in. Oh, it's Evie coming in to talk about some strips. Let's see what she's got to say. Okay, I am delighted to once again introduce Evie into the studio. How are you doing today, Evie? Good. Excellent. Are you excited to talk about some peanut strips? Yeah, so... Um, my first one is December the 7th. Okay. Charlie Brown and Lucy are standing outside and they, so it's snowing. Right. And Lucy has some skis on. And she's at the top of a tiny mound of snow. Right. And she says, well, I'm up here. And Charlie Brown says, he's, he's doing like... Yes, he's doing a hum face, isn't he? Hmm. Yeah. I've never tried this before, you know, Lucy says. Yep. What do I do now, Charlie Brown? That um that's in the third trip. And yes. then in the fourth strip, yep. Charlie Brown tells her what to do. And he says, Just give yourself a little shove, that's the way. Yep. And then you can see the kind of lines where she's shoving herself down yep. the hill. And also look, I've just noticed here, he's taken a few steps backwards. So do you think he's like, she's going to come zooming down here like a rocket. I better get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in that, that 
strip yes. there, the fifth strip. He's moved in closer. Yeah, he, he looks closer. <laughs> yeah, all right. And especially in the last three. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. And then he, in the fifth strip, he shouts, down you go, faster, faster. <laughs> wow. And she's just standing on a mound of um, snow, and he goes, faster, faster, Lucy, faster. Yeah. I don't think I'm moving. <laughs> But she's just at the bottom of the tiniest amount of snow ever. <laughs> yes. And he's just, some people just aren't athletic. I don't think I'm moving at all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite the experience either than we're expecting. No. Lucy was expecting to uh, zoom down the hill and have a great time. Yeah. And Charlie Brown was expecting for Lucy to zoom down. They were kind of expecting the same thing. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they didn't think um, that, you know, maybe this is not going to work out. Yeah. And then... So at the start, she yep. she looks quite proud of herself in the she first does. one. She does, yeah, she does. And now she looks a bit scared in the second one. Yeah, that's good, good, good down. observation. Uh, my question is, how does she get up there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a good one though. It is a good one. Uh, where are we going to next? Um, the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Ah, another Sunday strip. Yeah. Or more snow based, or is, or is it? it? Okay, fine. Let's have a look. <laughs> So, Charlie Brown, Patty and Lucy are in a room together. Patty's laying on a table, Lucy's sitting on the floor, and Charlie Brown is sitting on a chair. Yep. In the first panel, he says, which shall we do, stay inside or go outside? Yep. Lucy stands on a rug, which I can't see in the picture, which is quite confusing, but anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. It suddenly appeared. Yeah, she's suddenly standing on a rug. <laughs> yes. And says, it doesn't make any difference to me. Patty looks very excited about her idea and yes. she, she's pointing and says, let's go outside and make a snowman. Mm. Charlie Brown says, fine, we'll make the biggest one in history. Mm. I can see it now. Lucy's just like really smiling. And then Patty says, let's put a real hat and coat on him mm. and a scarf and some rubbers. And at this point, Charlie Brown just starts throwing out some <laughs> stuff. That he's gonna, <laughs> I don't know if that stuff he's going to use for the snowman. No, I don't know. Or, or his own clothes. I don't know. Just, but he's... I'm going to throw it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Patty says, and some mittens as well. And some real mittens. Oh, real mittens. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to those fake mittens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely not putting fake mittens on a snowman. No, no. Patty then says, well, so now they were walking out with yep. their things ready to open the door and go out. And um, Patty says, well, spare no expense. And Charlie Brown says, this will be the most, most station sensational snowman ever made. Now, in this one, Lucy <laughs> looks like she's almost hidden. You're right. She's holding a hat, kind of almost trying to cover her face up a little bit. Yeah, she looks really small. And, mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of. And Charlie Brown and Patty are kind of at the front. Yep. And then Charlie Brown says, there's only one thing we forgot. And then they're all standing on the doorstep and they look really small. Yeah. They do look really small. They look really, really small compared yep. to what's around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I had a thought about this. Says, yeah, there on. isn't any snow. <laughs> yeah, that's the punchline is there isn't any snow. They were getting so excited. Mm, it didn't go the way they thought. Building a snowman. No, I think I think Schultz has drawn them intentionally small because they've kind of shrunk into their, their own disappointment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Disappointment. Mm. It's a good strip. I like it. Um, I didn't see that punchline coming. I knew there was going to be something that was going to go wrong. Yeah, I thought it was like, maybe they make the tiniest snowman ever, yeah. or they make, like, yeah. I don't know, yeah. but something. Something. They, they do something wrong. They do something wrong, but in fact, they didn't yeah. even get a chance. 
No, because no. there wasn't even no. any snow. Um, good. A good month's worth of strips. Uh, yeah. Do you think you might come back for January? Maybe, yeah. Okay, fine. Well, well, we'll try and rope you in. We'll try and get your agent on the line and pay pay you your salary. But until next time, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, some more learned uh, knowledge and opinions there from young Evie. Now, uh, we discussed the 7th, 7th of December there, Parky, which I think she made a good choice. That's a funny one. That's yeah, that's cracking. I had this as um, one of my ones to talk about because yeah. I just love I just love the image of Lucy um, and her skis being the same length of the hill, and then just <laughs> just, just stopped. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 yeah, the image is great. Like yeah, yeah. good choice. And Evie. and Charlie Brown has said some people just aren't athletic, but have we not previously <laughs> seen Lucy and she basically co-ops Chuck's glove because she's yeah. so good at baseball. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's so it's so funny that he said that because he is so bad at the sports that he does. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. yes. Now, what's has yeah. he got? A, is that a necktie or is that like a scarf that's tucked into his jacket? Oh, I don't know. He's got Not a sure. collared jacket and there's something. Yeah, you're right. There's something kind of underneath there, isn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. And again, another thing, I guess we'll never know, no. unless um, yeah, unless our readers uh, have any any clue. Yeah, and then What's uh, Chuck we also wearing? Did, yeah, we, well, in the, the, on that thirty-first strip, look look at the top he's wearing on that thirty-first of December. You know, he's he's it's no striped top. It's a no striped t-shirt. I think is that his under t-shirt. Ah, I think he's getting changed, isn't he? So I maybe think he's, he's his... getting. Is, so either he wears an under t-shirt under, and he's look, he's about to put a shirt and tie on as well. Yeah. He's dressing up, or it's yeah. his PJ top, and he's just you know getting out of bed. I don't know. <laughs> is that a big lion what I miss Chief what I miss from the early Peanuts yeah. um, is the comedy tie that doesn't look like a comedy oh, tie that looks like a no, regular tie that's way too thin that's too yeah. much that's too regular a tie there yeah that's too regular a tie yeah. I really miss the comedy that. tie that used, to, that used to bring me out in, out in chuckles yeah. 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 yeah any more for us mate um, yeah so let's go to I quite like the uh, 29th and this is Charlie Brown overcompensating, and he's built a massive old uh, snowman. He's very good at uh, snow sculptures. And mm. Violet's come along, and she says, "Can you come to my party, Charlie Brown?" And well, I tell you what, they called him wishy washy. They're always saying we're not going to invite you, Charlie Brown, or you know, <laughs> we, we didn't even notice you were here. And now she's, "Can you come to my party, Charlie Brown?" And he's like, "Why, sure, I'd be glad to come. I'll be more than glad to come." And panel three, it's really good of you to ask me. I certainly do appreciate it. Why, I'll be only too glad to come. I'll. And then panel four, she's walking off. Forget the whole thing. <laughs> you talk too much, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, you're too keen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you got to be. Yeah, you got to play it. Play it difficult sometimes, mate. That's it. That's um, it. There, there is though, like if like the up to up to this strip, it was like there's no snow, there's no snow, there's no snow, and then all of a yeah. sudden we got enough snow that he's building like snow giants. That's right. Um, yeah. 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 Um, uh, there's only one other one I wanted to discuss, uh, unless you've got some more, and that is on the 13th of December, and it's just I particularly like the panel two line from Lucy. Charlie Brown's on the floor. He's doing a puzzle, and he says, uh, "I've been working on this puzzle for a week." Oof, hard worker. And then in panel two, look at look at how he's sitting, Charlie Brown as well here. Yeah. He's not cross-legged anymore because he's got he's got his left leg tucked under as if he's gonna be cross-legged, but his his right leg is almost stretched out to his left. 
that it's is like a that, yoga pose or something. That's a. Gro- I mean, he's got the he's got a flexible groin muscles there. Surely. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah. Um, and Lucy stands up and she says, "Shall I give it a kick and scatter <laughs> the pieces all over the room?" <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what help that is, Lucy. Uh, and then Charlie Brown says, "No, I don't think you'd better." And then she says. But that's what I always do when something gets the best of me. Yeah. Kick it. <laughs> if in doubt, kick it. One. Yeah, I like that one. That was good. I really, I'm really starting to like Lucy. She's really yeah. coming into her, coming into her own. She's kind of been those sort of kind of initial uh, strips when she first entered, where she was just throwing things out of her cot yes. and just being, just uh, well, yeah, just being a bit annoying. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's really coming into her own. I, I'm starting to really like Lucy. Yeah. Very good. Good month, Chief. Yeah. Uh, so, should we check if we got any correspondence? Have a look. We did get three likes on a tweet this week. Did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. And I only had twelve views, so that's does like a twenty-five percent. Does that like come with rate. any money or not? I don't think so. I don't know. We'll see if we can uh, monetize that. Emails come in for friend of the show, Andy. Oh, Hi, Chief and Parky. Great show this week. I was listening to it on the way to work this morning, and I'm only halfway through, but it's shaping up to be an amazing episode. Well, Natch. Hope you had a great holiday, Parky. I don't know if I said this is my previous email, said this in my previous email, but Little Miss Chief, Evie, was great. She's a natural and she should be make podcasting a permanent side hustle while she's at school. I'm looking forward to catching this week's segment on the way home. I love your discuss, discussion about smooth peanut butter versus the correct type of peanut butter, crunchy. It prompted me to carry out some desk research and I learned some things. According to Spooniversity.com, I love that that is a website. <laughs> 50, 56% of people prefer smooth peanut butter to crunchy. No. So that means 56% of people in the world are wrong, or at least yeah. misguided. You're correct, Andy. Yeah. The article also states that men tend to prefer crunchy and women prefer smooth. Another article on thejoint.com suggested smooth peanut butter has higher amounts of vitamin E than crunchy, so smooth is better for us. Medium.com had a couple of tweets promoting the virtues of smooth peanut butter. Um, and he's put some tweets here. Only serial killers love having the roof of their mouth obliterated by crunchy peanut butter. Peanut butter should be creamy, like butter, not crunchy, like not butter. If I wanted crunchy peanuts, I'd eat like peanuts. There was one person who had some common sense. Uh, this was Amelia on Twitter or on X. You creamy people are too weak to chew. Uh, this piece, this this is great work from Andy. This piece of desk Fantastic. research has left me feeling very surprised. Who'd have thought there were so many people out there with wrong opinions and on the internet of all places? <laughs> <laughs> the, the current Mrs. Morris and I are having our bedroom decorated at the moment. We've lived in our house for nearly twenty years. Every other room has been decorated, and the kids have had their rooms done at least twice. This decorating is a big job. We're getting new carpets, the ceiling needs replastering, we're getting new lights and a new bed. All of this is happening over the next few weeks. So we're having to sleep on the mattress in the lounge. It's not very comfy. Back in the day, I'd sleep on people's floors most Friday, Saturday nights, but these days I'm feeling my age. It was my birthday last weekend. Happy birthday, pal. Happy birthday. Yep. And I got the final two deceased books. That's comics, Parky. They're really good for a non-peanuts-based comic. My wife's mum was poorly, so she went to see her, and my son was at work, so I had the day to myself. One of my favourite things is being in the house on my own. Everything is quiet and peaceful, and I can do whatever I like. I had an update on my car the other day, too. The garage called, and I got all excited. They've had the car since November, so I thought I might be able to get it back again. However, they said they were calling to tell me the insurance company had authorised the repairs. That's good news, but they haven't even started repairing it yet. Good grief. Hopefully it'll be back on the road again soon. (laughs) 
I'd better go as I'm at work at the moment. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was hoping to leave early and pop into Tesco's. Now, te- he's pluralised Tesco's. Now, that yeah. I'm going to have to assume you're going to multiple Tesco then, because <laughs> you didn't put into Tesco. He's going to at least two Tesco's. I've got my headphones, so I'll be able to continue listening to Talking Nuts, the world's greatest penis-based podcast from the south of England, while I'm wandering down the aisles. Take care, guys. Andy. P.S. I saw this pic and thought it was very clever, and it is a picture of a trombone player, wow, 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 and Charlie Brown in the foreground saying, that's odd, I could have sworn I heard adults talking in here, uh, because the trombone's <laughs> going wow, wow, wow. And if you're a... Uh, viewer of the peanuts tv shows or specials you'll know that all the adults don't actually say words they just go wow 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 blah 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 there you go yeah and it is a it is a trombone that used makes that sound isn't it ah is it okay well, yeah yeah i believe so is it trombone good, good, good. One, one of those brassy instruments yeah yeah excellent thanks for your yeah. email andy as always yeah i mean andy's updates are far more interesting than ours <laughs> maybe we should yeah. just read andy's out at the start this is the uh, that's the new segment of the show how's andy <laughs> forget us <laughs> Good stuff, yeah. good stuff. Um, listen, Parky, I don't know if it's exciting, but I think it is because we are going into 1953 next year, uh, January 1953 to be precise, and uh, it's going to be a good time. That means you've got um, to get the second book out, the second Canongate book. You need to get. Oh, very and if excited. you do want to get in contact with us, it's uh, we talk. Is it we talk peanuts? Why do I not even know the? We talk peanuts at gmail.com. Uh, talking nuts over on X or talking peanuts on Instagram, where you can. Uh, see what we're doing and get in touch with us but yeah uh, get the books get the canon gate books they're fairly cheap and it contains two years worth of strips very much worthwhile if not yeah. and you want to read the strips for free you can do that online at gocomics.com slash peanuts or peanuts.fandom.com um, and they've got all the strips there as well beautiful what a round yeah. off chief i've got yeah. yeah i've got i've got both my canon gate books on my desk so anyone who comes into my spare room can see them and they can see that I'm a Peanuts fan because yeah, you know, for sure. we've got to celebrate this sort of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, listen, we will see you, hopefully, same Peanuts time, same Peanuts channel next week. But apart from that, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Parky. Take care, everyone. See you later. Good grief. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission. And peanuts soon became a newspaper thing. So hot, hotter than a chicken wing. It's all about little kids and the hijinks. We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse. So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us, peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us, peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us, peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.